What is going on, y'all? It is Troy Cole with my boy Michael King, King and Cole, dropping some knowledge here today. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, hey, listen, we are going to go through some of the key uh, elements, characteristics of what it takes to really grow your practice to just dominant stratospheric levels, right? And, uh, and what we're going to do today is break off a piece of that and talk about what it means to have and operate from a growth mindset. So we're going to go through some of those characteristics, hit those different points, expand on them a little bit, because if you want to grow your practice, now, this year, into the future, whatever you want to do, uh, it takes a growth mindset as the foundation for that to make that happen. That's in you. That is in your team. That's got to ripple throughout your entire culture. So, Michael, go ahead and lead us off, man. Let's talk about what it takes to build and maintain and operate from a growth mindset. Absolutely. And uh, first of all, howdy, everybody. Hope you're all well. You know, having worked inside the Aleppo medical space for, gosh, like over 15 years now, um, it's, it's pretty clear to me that those practices that are successful follow patterns. And there's certain things that they do that other practices that maybe don't have that level of, of, of success, that those are things that they don't do. And so one of the things I want to lead off with, and it sounds a little bit cliche, is that you've actually got to be committed to taking action. You've actually got to make the decision in your mind that you are going to grow your practice because a lot of clinics... One of the first things that I always recommend that they do is take a look at the assets you already have. What do I mean by that? I mean, take a look at your website, take a look at the staff that you've got, take a look at the patient list that you have and realize that there's this untapped opportunity that you have right in front of you. So one of the best ways to grow uh, quickly is actually just by looking at the assets that you have and optimize that first. And, and a lot of clinics, you know, maybe they, they, they do the set it and forget it thing where they you know, they get their website done and it's like two years later and they're like, okay, we haven't even looked at it. The reality is, and especially in the world that we're in today, you really want to be constantly improving what you're doing and using data behind everything that you are measuring. So if you, if you are trying to improve, for example, the conversion rate on a landing page, the, uh, how, how um, the increasing the lead to consultation conversion rate that you've got in your clinic, we've got to be measuring that. And so one of the other principles of being able to grow and having that growth mindset is not only being just, just vigilant about improving, but also measuring it. And so Troy, I know you've got a couple of points you want to add on to that. What are your thoughts? Well, hang on, but I've got a question. I've got a question. Ask away. Wait, so I've got a, I've got a really pretty website. I've got a website. Yeah, we built it a couple of years ago, but it looks good. Like that's good enough, right? Like it's, it's good and it's fine and it looks good. Yeah, my, my answer to that is you, you may be right. Uh, but what I really want to do, and I'll, I'll tell you, the vast majority of practices do not have any data that, that they, they don't have the level of data that they really should to know how well their practice, their website is performing. And what I'll just kind of get a little technical for a second. The most important part of all of your websites is what is called above the fold, which is literally the second that you go to a website on desktop, it's the first thing that you see. And, you know, I have done countless website audits and I can tell you there are 11 factors that the, that the most successful elective medical practices have on the website. I have yet to find a website that has hit every single one of those marks. So even though it may be uh, uh, doing well for you, there is always room for improvement. It's something I learned back from working with Tony Robbins is that constant and never ending improvement. So adding things like a uh, online scheduler, having what we would call a lead magnet, 
being able to have a pixel for retargeting. There's so many different factors, having video, having uh, uh, social proof or reviews on your website, like having the ability for people to opt in for pricing. There's, there's always another level that you can do. So it's not about getting a brand new website. It's about how can we tighten a few screws, open a few doors, if you will, and, and just get some, some modest improvements on your site. Because the reality is, is that if you really want to be able to grow your clinic, and a lot of you watching this have probably done a phenomenal job at getting to the level that you're at right now, purely through getting, um, getting amazing patient care, and then also by getting referrals from other patients. But the reality is, is that if you want to grow your clinic in 2021 and beyond, you've got to go to the traffic store. And that's Google, that's Facebook, that's Instagram. And so what you want to do is every dollar that you spend on those traffic platforms, you want to get four or five dollars back. And the way you do that is making sure if, if you know, they see the ad and they leave and they go to your website, you want to make sure you've got enough what we using that fishing pole analogy and that fishing poles in the water to make sure that the patient, when they get there, like, oh, I'm in the right place. I trust these people. This all makes sense because you set your website up properly. So again, step one about having that growth mindset again is, is, is optimizing what you already have. And then the other thing is using data and numbers behind it to then start scaling and going to, uh, to the traffic store to be able to get more patients and aggregating that attention, that intent that is going on in the marketplace. Troy, thoughts? So you, you bring up a good point there. And, and one of my favorite analogies is the retail analogy, right? So if I had a retail store, right, I'm selling sporting goods and a hundred people come in and look around and leave without buying something, I know I've got some kind of a problem right? Yeah. Like what's going on here? Are my, are my prices wrong? Do I have the display set up in the wrong way? What, what's going on? There's some issue here because a hundred people have walked in today. Nobody made a purchase. They walked in and they walked out. That would be very obvious to me, right? And to you, but the same thing's happening on our websites, which is what you're talking about, Michael, with the fishing poles. You got a fish that swims onto your website, right? They come on, they click, they look around. All right, this is pretty this looks cool. Uh, oh, wait, squirrel, uh, right? And then they go and do something yeah. else. Yeah. They don't take an action. They don't make a phone call. They don't fill out a form. They don't take a cell, whatever the thing is, right? They don't take an action. It's the same thing as if they'd walked into your retail store, looked around and bounced without taking some kind of an action, some kind of engagement with you or making a purchase. The same thing's happening on your site, but the thing is you don't see it. It's not as clear. And so you don't think about it. It's not really top of mind, but that's one of the first things we do is when we're looking at a website is, okay, look, how many people are coming into this store and how many of them are taking action versus how many of them are leaving? And, and for the vast majority of sites, not just in medicine, but really all across the web, you get one to two people out of those hundred who actually take some kind of action and engagement, right? And all the rest of them leave. So you have a huge opportunity with those other 98 folks to engage them in some way with a lead magnet or another fishing pole that's out there in the water. So let's say you're getting two out of a hundred. If you can take that to just four out of a hundred, right? Well, what's two more? Two more is double. That's a hundred percent increase when you go from two to four, just to use that analogy there. So it's really, really powerful. And it's stuff that's already happening, right? These people are already coming to your site. You're just making it more efficient for them to convert into some kind of a consultation. Yeah. And, and to that point, what you want to be doing is modeling the behavior of the clinics that have already achieved the result that you want. So what are the benefits? And I know that why, why people enjoy collaborating with us is that 
we're fanatical at, about really getting granular and understanding, okay, what are the patterns and specific actions that these clinics have been taking? And so being able to share that with other, uh, other practices and non-competitive markets, that's really, you know, something that I know that we're both really, really uh, keen on doing is like, look, this is working in this market over here. You really got to be trying that. And that's something I know. And I think back to when I actually was working inside a clinic, you know, we have the different reps that would come in. And one of the most favorite things that we, we would uh, get from them is we, well, first of all, we'd ask them a question like, what are you seeing that's working in other markets? What exactly is performing in any of your other clients? Let us know because you want to get those little snippets, those little things to know. And so that's why one of the first things that we do when we're connecting with a potential practice to collaborate or to work with us is we want to look at the website first and say, hey, look, this is what the most successful practices are doing. Are you doing them? If the answer is most likely no, well, then we set a path on how to help them to be able to do that. And so, but the key though is distinguishing the difference. And here's another factor in the growth mindset, the difference between strategy and implementation. And so a story I'll give you is that um, you know, five or six years ago when my kids were a little bit younger, we bought this, gosh, it must've been like a thousand dollar kind of like play set for our backyard. And, you know, my father-in-law and I decided to kind of put together cause you know, we, we enjoy doing that stuff. Literally it was like a 130 page long um, manual written by somebody who is way too much of an engineer. And in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I could have paid Costco the hundred bucks or whatever it is to come to my house and do that. And it literally took us two full days of work to do that. So my wow. point is, my point is, is that I knew that I knew what the outcome was, I, and, I, and I knew the strategy of like, okay, you got to put this all together. But the actual implementation part of it is something that I realized. You know what? If you're not an expert at it, find people who have already done it before you and work with them because there's an opportunity cost to everything. You cannot be everything to all your patients. Patients don't want you to be the world's best digital marketer. What they want you to be is the world's best XYZ surgeon, right? Or medical professional. And so that's the point that I would like to make is that aligning yourself with people, if you want to grow your practice and have that growth mindset, surround yourself with people who've already achieved the result and model that type of behavior. And so, and that again, comes full circle to why you want to optimize things you've already got, because this is a journey a journey that we can be able to help bring you on is like, hey, let's take care of what we've got right now. But now the real fun begins where you can start scaling and growing your clinic. And so to me, I, you know, the, the message that I would want to give to everybody is you, you really should be going into 2021 and being really, really inspired. Like I, I am more happy to be alive this year than any other year simply because there's so much opportunity. So Troy, what are your thoughts on that? Man, preach with the opportunity cost, dude. <laughs> that is, opportunity cost is the highest cost in your practice, period. The opportunity cost of waiting, the opportunity cost of figuring it out yourself. You don't want to spend a little money here or, or hire an expert there to make things happen for you, man. I mean, it, the opportunity cost is huge, especially in a window like we're in right now where we have this refractive wave as we call it, there's all this opportunity in the marketplace, this yeah. renewed excitement about LASIK right now, who knows how long that's going to last. All right. But the opportunity is there and it has to be seized. So every single day that you wait, every single day that you think like, well, you know, let's kind of just see what happens. That opportunity is dissipating. Right. And the other side of that is other people in your marketplace are seeing that opportunity and they're going to jump and take advantage of it. 
All right. That's why we're so, that's why we're so adamant about this. I don't like, I don't like talking about being like, Oh, we're passionate about, you don't care what I'm passionate about or Michael's passionate about. But the thing is like the opportunities there, we see it clear as day, which is why we're so adamant about expressing that to you to say, look, it's out there, man. This is a, it's a land grab right now. You can go out there and get it. There are patients who want treatments. Okay. There are other practices who have still dialed back a little bit. They're not being as aggressive coming out of COVID and coming out of the lockdowns and all these things. All right. So there's a huge opportunity for you to just dominate your marketplace and just take a stranglehold if you want to do it. But that means you have to take action now. And the opportunity cost of waiting, the opportunity cost of trying to figure this out on your own is it's always great, but it is massive right now. Do not miss out on this opportunity. And I got one more for you and we can wrap it up is being willing to persevere in the face of adversity. And, you know, how many practices have I talked to about just like, you know, about virtual consults? Like, yeah, you know, we tried that for a little while and kind of didn't really work or we didn't really have enough. The patients didn't really take on to it or whatever, whatever their, their, their reasoning is. The reality is, and this is something that I know that we've been on uh, talking about this, gosh, since you know, last March. Virtual consults are here to stay. And even if you've maybe not, they haven't quite gone the way that you would want, or you haven't really, you've decided to try them out and decide to push them aside. The reality is, is that, you know, we've been perfecting this over months and months and months. And so what you want to do is realize, even if you maybe didn't get the result right off the bat, part of having that growth mindset is persevering and saying, you know what? Who else, who's achieved the result that we want and how can we, again, be able to model that? So uh, just, just the last point is that, like I looked at the client last week uh, and they do, you know, for doing premium lenses, right? So we're just pivoting off the laser for a second. They scheduled 30 virtual consults last week. I'm like, that is amazing. How many, how many of you would love to have 30 conversations with patients about premium lenses in your practice? That's huge, man. It's so it's, huge. Yeah, because it's all about how do you properly frame them so that way, you are protecting that valuable time, which is in your clinic. You don't have an infinite amount of space in your clinic, especially with everything going on right now. You want to be protective of that and, and, and be able to prime patients up with the virtual consult. So um, that's my final thoughts. I, I want to just give you the, the final word, but uh, hopefully that you have all found a lot of value out of uh, what we're talking about here today. Troy? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, we've got We've got a lot more to share. We're going to keep this video short. We want these to be short and consumable for you. That's our growth mindset talk today. We are going to hit some more topics over the next few weeks. So stay on the lookout, watch these things, share them with your team, and above yeah. all, take action. All right. I don't, that action, reach out to us. Like Michael said, we've got the playbook. We figured this out. We just plug and play it for you. Okay. We are the shortcut. But even if you don't reach out to us, take some kind of action. Take advantage of the opportunity that is out there right now. We want you, we want great practices in this industry to grow and, and thrive because that's how you help more patients. That's how you get paid what you're worth. So go out there, take some kind of action. If you want the playbook, if you don't want to think about any of this, you just want it to work. You want whatever's getting somebody 30 refractive lens exchange consults in a week. Like if you want that, then reach out to us. But whatever you do, don't sit there. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Take action, and we'll see you on the next video. We appreciate it, guys. Thanks, everybody. Take care.